Welcome back, everybody. Let's take a break with Steven. Steven Seamus. Good to see you, my friend. How are you today, Alex? Wonderful. Uh, beautiful day in New York today. It is a beautiful day. It, and uh, it's good to be back here. Uh, we have some fun stuff to talk about. We always have yes. fun stuff to talk about. Listen, Never any any day that you're just talking about comic books for yeah. 30 minutes, it's, it's a fun day, right? I, I mean, agree. Who, who, else gets to, who else gets to do this? And, and we're having a lot of fun on our other podcast as well. Uh, yep. We're doing pretty good with that. I hope you're enjoying that as well. It's a different format, different mm-hmm. interview style, life stuff. Superheroes are tougher. We hope you're enjoying that as well. And for the comic fans, I mean, there's, some, I mean, Harvey Talabeo's coming up. Yeah, Armita that's a good Junior. The Armita uh, one's good. Yeah, got a lot Armita of good stuff good. out of John. Yeah, yeah. So we got a lot of fun stuff coming up. All right, Alex, what are we talking about today here? Yeah, we're going to hit down some of the X-Men routes uh, and stick a little saying to Marvel. We're going to talk a little Psylocke. Um, because you know she's great uh we're characters talk- on fire of course uh amadeus cho my favorite totally awesome hulk mm-hmm. and uh the, the 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 canadian's best superhero team alpha flight you and what army funny you should ask Forget it, Vindicator. You can send every mutant in Canada after me. I ain't coming back. Wolverine, no! Yeah, it's interesting, Alex. It's like almost every single week you could just track like individual characters, whether it's the X-Men franchise, the Spider-Man franchise. You're starting to see all these films come out. The information is starting to leak out which characters are in, which characters are out, who's merging, who's purging, who's coming into the Marvel Universe. Moving forward, there's just so much speculation as to what's going to happen moving forward that I think now it's like, oh, Gambit? Yeah, let's drive the price up on Gambit. Right. And what we're seeing, Alex, also is these pops are so low. You know, in the sports card industry, you sometimes go to these pop reports and it's three, four, five thousand, and there's a million cards of the player. Yeah. But, you know, rookie cards, right? Okay. But in comic books, there's only one rookie card. There's only one first appearance. It's not. 42 different versions of the first appearance. There might be like five or six different covers in some cases, but in some cases, it's just one. One book. And and, and what's happening is that it's just be shining spotlight. And unlike the cards where maybe you could find an old box and open it up or find vending boxes or rag pack boxes and open up the packs and get cards or people have them in their collections. um, When you find old comic books in boxes, they don't don't come out nine eights. They're just, they've been banged around too much. Like one ding, it's over. One color break, it's finished. Yeah. So uh, so you are seeing skyrocketing prices on these nights. And what you're also going to see, and and we'll talk a, bit, a little bit about it today, we're starting to address raw pricing, which I know we, we've been talking about yeah, more and more. we always mention it, but... We always mention now. it, but, you know, you start to see this great disparity uh, between these raw prices and 9.4s, 9.6s, and 9.8s. I mean, Batman 436 was a great example of that. It's like, it's literally a $5 book uh that is a you know five hundred dollar nine eight right predator number two yep. is a three dollar book but it's a uh a, a three hundred dollar nine eight but it's just crazy like that's what we saw with the sports card stuff so um all right so what are we going to kick it off with today alex yeah let's talk about uh betsy braddock yeah so this is an interesting one her first appearance is in a uk book yep uh but it's such Excellent. a popular uk book yeah, that it's considered part of the normal, uh, you know, timeline. 
Yep. You know, it, it's part of the normal MCU history. So Captain Britain, number eight, uh, December of 1976. Alex, I mean, this is a now a, a 40 plus year old book. It's a 45 yep. year old book, 46 year old book at this point. Uh, it, it's crazy, you know, that, to think that they're, Marvel's going back all the way on these things. Yeah. Uh, it's just going absolutely nuts. Um, so in any case, Captain Britain, number eight, nine and 10 all came out in December of 76. Uh, mm -hmm. They must have released three books in, in uh in the same time period. Uh, number eight is the first appearance of Elizabeth Betsy Braddock, who mm -hmm. later becomes Psylocke. Uh, Chris Claremont story, Herb Trimpey cover, Herb Trimpey and Fred Keita art. Uh, number nine is the second Betsy Braddock. And number 10 is the first Betsy Braddock cover. Mm -hmm. Talk a little bit about the Betsy Braddock Psylocke. Yeah. I mean, this is a character that's been in the X-Men franchise since the 80s. Like this is a Chris Claremont creation and 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 super big uh character um she's gone through some weird transitions i mean she was uh, originally she's a uh, Catherine britain's uh sister she uh, has a kind of like just a little bit of psychic abilities um and then that kind of moves in when she starts hanging out the x-men and she gets captured um by the hand she gets turned from you know a which is kind of a weird thing these days but she was a white character who got into an east asian character um was trained in, by the hand so she was a ninja um and she was that way for a while and she had you know her powers kind of go back and forth she had modified uh psychic powers that she could make psychic knives um then she uh, you know it was like a crimson dawn with scott Liddell. like there's a lot of that stuff and it, it's a little crazy she's back to being her regular body and her regular self in x-men now but Psylocke, I mean, she was in she, Olivia Munn played her in a movie. Like this is a character that's not going anywhere. What? What? Why do you think all of a sudden now? Again, I'm, it just could be a silly question because I could ask this about everything. Is sure. Why now are you seeing like these prices 30, 40? I mean, Alex, I'm following the trends every week, and you're seeing 20, 30, 40 percent weekly increases in pricing on these books. Um, you can also tell. I think how I see it is in the comics right now. She is being used prominently people start getting into a character and they start wanting to, to grab him. I mean, that was me when, when infinite crisis happened, they killed Ted Cord blue beetle. And I was like, Oh, I love that Ted Cord blue beetle. I went backwards and bought all of his books. I bought his first appearance in DC universe. I was buying his Charlton stuff. Like when you get a, when you get a character that you like, you want to buy the stuff. And I think people are just looking to buy that stuff now. Yeah. I think there's so much speculation going on as to sure. what's going to happen with X-Men now. Okay. okay. So number eight, uh, there's 50 blue label four gold label nine eights. It's a $2,400 plus, plus, plus Ooh. book in 9.8. The last nine, six is about 18, 1900 too. So it's not a cheap book. No. Uh, then number nine, there's 27 blue label 9.8s. There's zero gold label 9.8s. That's about a 900 plus, plus dollar book in 9.8. And number 10, which I actually think if you're going to look for something, this might be mm -hmm. the book to buy. Uh, it's seven blue label, zero gold label, nine eights. The last blue label was 850 bucks. She's on the cover. And, you know, yeah. I, I do think there is something, you know, when you have like the vision where he's on the cover for the first time, or you have Hulk 181 where he's on the cover for the first time, yeah. you know, I, there is definitely uh, sort of an added interest, I think, when you see their first covers. Uh, you, know, you know what I'm saying, Alex? So I, I, I definitely think, yeah, I definitely think that there's some value there. Then... The first U.S. appearance of Psylocke mm -hmm. is worth more than any book other than the number eight. Right. <laughs> uh, New Mutants Annual number two uh, from October of 86. So you didn't see her until 10 years later. Yeah. 
in the United States, Alex. Uh, 181 blue label 9.8s, 41 gold label 9.8s. It's about a $1,200 book. It's $275 in 9.6. Uh, that is the first appearance of uh, Liz Braddock, uh, Captain Britain, Mojo, and Spiral do make an appearance. It's Chris Claremont's story, interestingly enough. Uh, Alan Davis covering art. Any idea why it took 10 years or, or it was, and by the way, isn't it funny that Chris Claremont yeah. wrote them 10 years apart? Yeah. I, no, other than the fact that one, you know, back then more, more Marvel characters were being used constantly, you know, Misty Knight was, you know, every character wasn't a lot of new characters being brought up. It was a big deal to get new A-list characters into comics. So I think they just went back to the well. They had them. Right, right. Okay. And then Uncanny X-Men number 213. That's that great Wolverine Saber Tooth yeah. cover. It's an iconic cover. Uh, yeah, that came out uh, January of 87. Uh, 400. By the way, you know, January of 87, like I actually remember, now you're getting into territory where I worked at retail. Right. And I remember these books coming out. These books had high print runs, by the way. Sure, Don't kid yourself. Sure. That book was collected when it came out. That book was collected. Yeah. It was Wolverine and Sabretooth. At that time, Wolverine and Sabretooth were the two hottest characters in the industry. Totally. Anything, anything in with them in it was huge. especially Back in 87. Yeah. So the pop reports do not surprise me. Your Uncanny X-Men was the number one title back then. Uh, 448 blue label 9.8s, yeah. 64 gold label 9.8s. It's still a $425 book in 9.8. It's $150 in 9.6. High pop, high print run. Yeah. Wolverine, Sabretooth. Psylocke joins the X-Men in this issue, issue, interestingly enough. And it's Chris Claremont. And Alan Davis again. Yeah, yeah. So Alan how about Davis. that? Yeah, brilliant. And then you have Uncanny X-Men number 256. That's the Jim Lee cover. Mm -hmm. Okay. December of That's 89. Now, cover. December of 89, Jim Lee drawing X-Men. For those of you out there who were, going to comic, who were going to comic shops in 1989 buying Jim Lee X-Men, there were probably 2 million of you. Yeah. I mean, it, yeah, it, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, Again, not low print run, but I mean, you're talking about Uncanny X-Men, Jim Lee, 1989, Alex. The height and Jim Lee added on top of it. it Correct. Like, how can a book you know, get hotter? Put Jim Lee as a pencil. Right, right. So so Uncanny X-Men 256, December of 89, 365 blue label 9.8s, 85 gold label 9.8s. That's a $375 book. It's 125 and 9.6. It's the first new Psylocke. It's got mm -hmm. the Mandarin appearance. As we know, Mandarin is going to be in Shang-Chi. It's yep. got a couple of things going for it. Again, it's Chris Claremont, by the way, all part yep. of his X-Men run, Jim Lee cover. Then is the Uncanny X-Men 467. Again, the print runs were slowing down by then because now you're into the 2000s. It's February of 2006, 45 blue label 9.8s, four gold label 9.8s. It's only about a $110 book, although the newsstand price variant sold for 500 recently. Um, it's again, it's a Chris Claremont story, Alex. Of course, and he, he the, loves it. He loves it. Right. And then you got the Chris Pichalo cover. Chris is one of my favorite artists. Uh, Chris has a very unique style. Um, I love his work. And uh, Chris, always a big fan of uh, Bacallo. Uh, then we get to Silas. Believe it or not, Alex, it wasn't until 2010, 2010, where she got her first solo series, Alex. Yeah. So Silas number one, January of 2010, David Finch cover, 55 blue label 9.8s, 19 gold label 9.8s, $325 in 9.8, about $125 in 9.6. Uh, Steve Dillon art, sadly, Steve passed away a few years ago. Um, 
it's uh, uh, it's got um, it's got I'm sorry, it's a story by Steve Dillon. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, with uh, Harvey Talabeo and Paul Neary art with a David Finch cover. Beautiful. The second print has a Harvey Talabeo wraparound cover. It's pretty cool. Uh, 20 blue label 98s, one gold label 98. It's about a $300 98 book, about $100 raw. These are very, very hard to find. Yes. Uh, that 2010 wraparound cover. Again, back in 2010, they really weren't doing variant covers that much. No. On the second just print. The beginning. That, was, yeah. that was just the beginning of it all. That was just the beginning of it all. Then you've got some really, really great Psylocke covers here, Alex. We're going to run through them pretty quickly. Um, we're not going to talk about the non-Psylocke covers because there were a lot of variations and versions Very much so. that yeah. didn't have her on the cover. So first we're going to do X-Men 92 where she was on the cover, and then we're going to go into Astonishing X-Men number mm -hmm. one. So X-Men 92 came out in May of 2016. There's a David Nakayama cover. Love David's work. Yes. 12 blue label, two gold label, nine eights. It's a three to five dollar book raw. I don't think that means anything when it comes to the nine eight prices. Right. Um, then you have the Afua Richardson variant edition. Again, three really blue. Mm -hmm. Yep. Three blue, five gold, nine eights. It's an eight to twelve dollar raw book. Uh, it's a hip hop variant cover. It's the Soul of Mischief's 93 till infinity cover homage. It's a group shot. It's yep. not her solo. Uh, so just be aware of that. So, but that the hip hop covers are very popular to begin with. Yeah. Uh, then there's the J. Scott Campbell Stan Lee edition. Uh, he knows how to draw his uh, ladies. That's for sure. 69 blue label, 103 gold label. That's about $175 book raw, uh, $175 book in 9835 to 45 raw. Then the Stan Lee sketch edition by J. Scott Campbell, 78 blue label, 98. 85 gold label 98 that's about a $200 book it's 35 to $45 raw and that and that's the end of X-Men 92 then we get into astonishing X-Men 91 and uh, number 1 and there are some great yeah covers some great great covers uh for for this particular issue there's Alex there's like 30 <laughs> different covers we're only going to talk about yeah there's a lot there's, there's like 25 or 30 different covers yeah. we're only going to talk about the Psylocke covers because that's, that's really what we're focused yes. on today. Those are the ones we're focused on today. Yeah. So the one that you want to focus on is the John Tyler Christopher action figure cover. Mm -hmm. Three blue label, seven gold label, nine eights. It's about a six to $10 raw book. Um, then there's the Terry Dodson one in 10 character variant cover. So 24 good. blue label, 28 gold label, 9.8, 12 to $15 raw. Then you have the one in 100 Stanley Archer. Lau. Stanley is a monster. He's, yeah. His work is unbelievable. <laughs> 53 gold label, 53 blue label, 61 gold label, 9.8. That's about 100 to $150 raw, raw, not 9.8. Um, then we've got the essential sequential.com oh, yes. Mark Brooks variant, 108 blue label, 139 gold label. That's about $100 raw, $235 in 9.8. Then you have the Mark Brooks virgin cover, 91 blue label, 108 gold label. That's about a $280 book at 9.8. Then you have the Unknown Comics Lucio Perillo edition. There's an A, a B, and a C. Yeah. The A is the color version. Regular, 12 yeah. blue label, 14 gold label. It's only about a $60 book. It's a great cover. Uh, the black yeah. and white is cover B, 11 blue label, 15 gold label. I couldn't find any CGCs, but that's about a $35 book raw. And then uh, version C, uh, which is the virgin which is a 14 blue label, 13 gold label. That's about $125.98. And then you have the two Adi, Adi Granoff variant covers. 
Yeah. Uh, I, uh, you have the regular cover, 44 blue label 9.8s, 18 gold label 9.8s. That's about a $60 book. And then lastly, you have the virgin variant of Adi Granoff, 63 blue label 9.8s, 32 gold label 9.8s. And that's about a $100 book in 9.8. Yeah, those are co- so, the comic mint. Yeah, those are comic Those mint are books. great. Yeah. Those are unbelievable. They know what they're so doing. So Alex, I'm out of breath, by the way. <laughs> Maybe tired. I should talk for a little bit. I'm tired. Yeah. All right. Alex is pick of the week. Alex, yeah, I'm going to let you take over for a few minutes. Yeah. <laughs> what do you got? Uh, grading is getting... Do we say out of hand or do we say getting more popular? Because they are grading everything these days. First, it was coins. The very, very, you know, that was a natural thing. Then it was comics. Then it was posters. Then it was concert posters. Then it was cars. Then it was video games. Now they're grading VHS tapes. And I saw that's pretty cool, right? That's great. I mean, it's crazy. It's like these are, I mean, it's the collectible market. Everybody's getting a, a, a slabbed sealed thing. Um, you know, I, I'm a record collector. I'm sure that's coming. I don't know why. I mean, I, I open all my records. I listen to my records. That's what they're for. So I, to go buy a sealed something in a graded, I don't know. You know, I can always buy two. But, uh, you know, the, the grading world, it's not going away. You know, people love it or hate it. Some people love it. Some people hate it. But it's not going anywhere. Yeah, the video game market took off like a rocket ship. Sure. And it's funny, you know, you think to yourself, who kept their video game sealed, right? And then people threw them away when they were done playing, you know, the, the game systems, whatever. Yeah. They became obsolete. You cho- you tossed them. It's, it's no different with VHS tapes. I mean, even when I was cleaning out my mom's house, I found all these VHS tapes. I'm like, garbage. Yeah. We, we, chunked, we, we yeah. junked them all. So it, it does excuse me it does make sense where it's like these things like pokemon cards like they printed a millions of these pokemon cards yes. so people would move and it's like oh my mom threw them out you know yeah. they, they were taking up space that's they why they're rare they're, and then they became rare again yeah. <laughs> it's like yeah. it's like they they weren't rare because everyone had them then you threw them out because everyone had them yeah. next thing you know people are gonna be buying beanie babies again now no that'll never ever become a thing <laughs> if it's my, if it's my lot in life it'll be that beanie babies never become a thing that is I, that is a solo a solo adventure that I will do. Got it, got it. All right, what do we got next, Alex? Yeah, let's talk Amadeus Cho. Amadeus Cho again, totally awesome, Alex. These prices are skyrocketing. I don't know what's going on, Alex. Yeah, I mean, is he going to be in a movie, a TV show? Is he... He's he's a new character that is not going anywhere in the Marvel universe. I mean, what is going on? Why are we can't seeing get these prices? Of, can't get out of there. I, you know, this this character is super, super fun. He, he was an, he was a Hulk. He's the, the, the seventh smartest person in the Marvel Universe. He's a kid. I, I mean, he's got a lot going for him. He was he was uh, uh, Hercules at one time. He was the Prince of Power. Like he was Hercules's uh, uh, what was it? his his partner? Like, I mean, this character is amazing. Everybody loves this character. All right. What's the origin? How's he related to Hulk or She-Hulk? Or I, he he was just a character uh, that came about in like 2015, I believe, uh, in the Amazing Fantasy, the the, the second series, uh, not the original one. Um, but this character is, you know, he, he's super smart. You know, Reed Richards in the same levels. Um, you know, he's got some kind of power. But he's not. He doesn't have power. He's just super smart. He had a, a gauntlet that could turn him into a Hulk. So he was the Hulk for a little while with his, you know, with his brain. Um, you know, like I said, he, he, he had 
Hercules's uh, adamantium uh, gauntlet. You know, he's just a fun character and a young one. And all we see as Miles Morales, Miss Marvel, all the young characters are taking, you know, uh, you know, coming forward. That's forward crazy. Right in the, in the UCF. Yeah. So, so this is going to blow your mind. The totally awesome Hulk number one, yep. which you were just talking, you, you said Amazing Fantasy. That came yep. out in 2016. The Amazing yep. Fantasy, Alex, is from 2006. It's actually oh, right. yeah, 15 yeah. years. It's super it's 15, early. It's 15 years old already. It's crazy. That's It's bananas. It is bananas. All right. Amazing Fantasy number 15, January of 2006, uh, 188 blue label 9.8s, 14 gold label 9.8s. First appearance of Amadeus Cho, Blackjack, Ace and One-Eyed Jackie, uh, Monstro, Positron, and the Heartbreak Kid. Um, by the way, Robert Kirkman's story inside. Yeah. How about that? His, his, yeah. first, his first couple things. And Roberto Aguirre Sacasa. And if you don't know that name, he's responsible for Riverdale. Wow. That's right. That's right. You're right. Yep. That's correct. Um, so in 9.8, uh, these books are selling for over $1,500 now. Alex. Yeah, crazy. Crazy. 9.6, 550 bucks, uh, 200 to $250 raw. So that's a pretty, pretty good chunk of change. Yes. Then interestingly enough, again, didn't get his first solo series, Alex, yep. until 10 years later. Yeah. I mean, he was, he'd been floating around in the Hulk books, but yeah. Yeah. Totally awesome Hulk number one, Frank Cho cover, February of 2016, 139 blue label 9.8s, 26 gold label 9.8s. It's about a $200 book. It's about $15 to $20 raw. Uh, then there again, there's a John Tyler Christopher action figure variant, nine blue label. Yeah, nine blue label, four gold label, 9.8s. That's about an eight to $12 raw book. Uh, the Mahmoud Raz, uh, Azrar Raekwon only built for Cuban links, hip, hip hop variant cover. Homage cover. No. <laughs> 75 blue label, two gold label, 9.8. That's about a $200 book. It's about $40 to $50 raw. This next one is very, very tough to get. The Dale Keown 1 in 20, 92 variant, 50, uh, 15 blue label, 9.8, eight gold label, 9.8. That's about a $40 to $50 book raw. Uh, the the Chio Wu 1 in 25 variant. 22 blue label, zero gold label, 9.8, about $285 book, 25 to $35 raw. Here's the big one, Alex. The Frank Cho, one in 25 yep. variant, yep. 62 blue label, 9.8, 10 gold label, 9.8, $900 in 9.8, and it's $150 raw. Why are we seeing such a crazy price on the Frank Cho? Is it because people so closely associate Frank with the character? Yeah, and it's also Frank Cho. Like, he is... He is one of the most popular artists in comics. Yeah, he does a good job. He does all those I mean, funny, uh, he does all those funny, crazy positioning drawings. Yeah, covers. yeah. <laughs> the, what was it? The Spider Woman cover? Spider Woman, Spider Girl. Yep, yep. The Spider Woman, right? I think. Yep, yep. Spider Girl. Yeah, okay. Uh, and then the second print, Frank Cho cover, uh, has a blue logo. Eight blue label, nine eights, zero gold label, nine eights. Impossible to find this book. It's a forty to fifty dollar raw book. I'm telling you, a lot of these books are sitting in the dollar boxes, Alex. Says these books were not worth this even close to this a year ago. Oh no, no, totally. Also, I mean, the store I I, I frequent has had a full run for forever, just sitting collecting dust, and then now they're gone. So there's going to be a mad dash at these shows. You know that, right? It's going to be agree. Like off to the I races agree. when people unload these one dollar boxes. Okay, uh, what are we closing with tonight, Alex? Uh, can the Canadian Avengers Alpha Flight? Okay, I mean, Alex, are they coming into a movie? Are they coming it into a does, TV show? Doesn't matter. They're just so they're so they're so wonderful. 
There's yeah, but the prices, the prices, I know, I mean, are... why not? Why not? You know, with Modoc and, 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 and everything going on with that show, why wouldn't off of like get picked up for something? And the Modoc show looks a little wacky, right? It's fantastic. If you like robot I chicken. Don't, I don't have Hulu. Oh, come on. You By the way, you know, robot, you know, you robot chicken started in toy fair magazine. Yeah. Yeah. Same things. Migos and everything. It was, all, it was all the same. It was all the same team. It was Sunrise. It was all those guys. Doug Goldstein, Sunrise, uh, Mike, uh, what is it? Dave Feldstein. I can't remember. Um, he, uh, they, that's what they were doing. We were doing the stop motion in Toy Fair. Uh, yep. What was it called? Uh, Toy Fair Theater. Toy, Toy Fair Theater. Twisted Toy Fair Theater. Yep. That's yep. what it was. Yep. Just well, thanks. Know. Thanks for you. Uh, Modoc is happening. I think I've invented a lot of stuff that I don't get credit <laughs> for, by the way. It's true. I agree with <laughs> you. I had a hand. Okay. All right. So, first appearance. X-Men number 120, May of 1979, uh, 84 blue label, five gold label, 9.8. Alex, that's a $1,600 book today. Uh, in 9.6, it's about a $650 book. Uh, first appearance of Alpha Flight in a cameo. Uh, that's why the cam it's a cameo. So yep, the big yep. one is coming up next. Last page. Uh, yeah. Sunfire. It sounds like Hulk 180, right? Yeah, Sunfire, Mariko, Yoshida, Misty Knight and Colleen Wing appearances. It's a Chris Claremont story. We're talking about him a lot today. Of course. Uh, John, John Byrne uh, artwork. So uh, again, the artwork inside this, this is the, the Claremont Byrne classic run. run. Yeah. Yeah. Classic run. Uh, then you have X-Men 121 also came out the same month. It must've been a five week month. Yeah. Uh, 342 blue label nine eights. 31 gold label nine eight. So the pop is four times what number 120 is, but it's a $2,400 book in 9.8. Yep. Uh, $575 in 9.6. This is the first full appearance of Alpha Flight. Yep. Has the same characters appearing as the last one. Again, uh, John Byrne and uh, Chris Claremont uh, did, did the story and the artwork on it. And then last but not least is they waited four years, got their own solo series, uh, Alpha Flight number one in uh august of 1983 one month before i was born oh quick fact happy birthday, happy birthday. <laughs> um 876 blue label 9.8 wow. 24 gold label 9.8 so there's actually 199 blue and 199 gold uh that's about a four to five hundred dollar book in 9. that's 8. crazy uh first appearance of puck and and marina that gives you the origin of alpha flight again it's john burns story and artwork so uh that's a story on alpha flight so those prices are really sort of Going up That's a, a huge pop for 400, 500 bucks. 876. Alex, we're, we're, see, we're just seeing this across the board, man. Yeah. Seeing it across the board. That's it's crazy. like it's like anything. And again, you know, there's only a very limited number of stuff that you could buy that you'd want to buy. So yep. um yep. so all right, Alex, another great show out there. If we missed yes. anything, if you feel like we we didn't say something or do something right, give us a uh give us a, a call, uh give us a note and a shout out in the comments. Let us know uh, what you like, what you don't like, and we will see everybody next week. Same bad time. Same bat channel. Thanks, guys.